All right, y'all. This, the, the, the queen, the legend, the god, the goat. You know what I mean? You've seen her rings. You've seen her things. You've seen her earrings, neck. Oh, whoa. Please don't blind me. I didn't have my shades on. Oh, whoa, whoa. We're here with Shauna, the jeweler. Introduce yourself to the URLians. So it's actually Shana. I'm so sorry. But I feel so dumb. Don't worry. I feel like it's like an undercover. It's like un if you know how to say my name, you've actually met me. So it's kind of like a. Yeah, but now everyone knows. Okay. Um, and yes, my name is Kave, but it's just Cave. So yeah. But okay. um, I'm an artist from Virginia and um, I make stuff. So yeah, I learned how I like originally started as fashion design and then went into jewelry and that's where I am right now. But I've tried a lot of different things. So I just like- nice. Okay, so I've been following you for a little bit. I've, I've looked at your work. I think one of the first times I was introduced is like, there was this photo that you did like of you crying. I was like, yo, this should go hard. Like, that's that's really fun. Oh yeah. excited. Oh, nice. Oh, so is this your, your studio that you're in right now? Yeah, I'm in like my, it's like the attic of my parents' home, but they mm -hmm. let me it as my studio, so it's, Fire. it's nice. Vibe, shout out to the parents one time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did this long time ago so i like kind of disassociated from them already but that was like a whole different phase different phase in my life mm -hmm. yeah. okay okay so on this podcast we like to talk about the things that make you the artist that you are like the things that make you the pe like the person you are so the first question i usually ask people is what was your first username That's a good question. Um, the first one that wasn't attached to my name, because my dad made me get like a Yahoo email when I was like five. So I always was like, it was like Cave at yahoo.com. So I always kind of just made things um, with my name. But the first time I used like a username was Tumblr. And I think it was like pepperoni nipples. The first username. <laughs> and yeah, now I regret it, but that was a good one. That's a banger. Yeah. Like, Yo, that sounds like that sounds like a really popular like tweet deck account, like pepperoni nipples. For real, for real. That's amazing. Okay. So we started off at pepperoni nipples. And we've gotten to this point. So you said that that was your Tumblr name. So that's where you would say your hometown of the internet is, is like Tumblr. What other websites would you consider to be formative? Um, used Yahoo Answers a lot as like preteen, early middle school, which was weird. It's not like social media, but you definitely read like opinions from other people. Um, I played a lot of like, I guess not, I played a lot of online games, but they weren't really like chat room based. Um, yeah, I guess that Tumblr. Tumblr was like the first time that I was reading a lot of stuff I wasn't exposed to around me. Um, besides Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers. I, yeah. I feel like that's, didn't they just take it down a couple years? Like, uh, didn't they just take it down or something? I think it just like got deleted, but that was a wild time. Like people were asking questions and just getting responses from like the everyday person. And you just like would put out your whole life on, on there and people would respond. And it's kind of like Twitter now, like the way we just like learn about other people's lives. But yeah, what about you? Yeah. It's so interesting how there were so many questions that like, you know, it just, you Google something and then you get on a Yahoo, you know, answers thing. And it's like, you're in this rabbit hole. Like, that was a very interesting website. It's cool that you cite that as one of like the, the big ones. Cause would you say that like, I guess that has impacted how you've approached your, I guess, uh, ways on the internet? Yeah, I think so. Like, I haven't really thought about this. So this is a, like a new thought, but I'm like connecting because the way I use Twitter, yeah, mostly Twitter is like very community based. I think like I see all my followers as just like my friends, um, even though I don't know them. And I think that's like the Yahoo answers kind of like when you ask the world the question, you're like being super vulnerable about like this one thing in your life. Maybe it's not like your whole personality, but you're like asking people to pay attention to you. 
and i feel like that's kind of like twitter like mm. have one that's private and no one follows you but then like that's not the point of twitter like it's it's to like be vulnerable to people who like agree to watch you be vulnerable and they don't have to respond but like just knowing that they're watching you it's like nice you know to have someone there mm -hmm. for you even if they don't respond no for yeah. real it's like it because i feel like with a lot of people on the internet like you know uh when you t like these little group chats and shit yeah from where i'm from i know from virginia it's not the most forward you know fashion forward place ever type shit like so when you're in these like communities and you're the only kid that like cares about pant the shoe interaction and you're like talking about runways and all this other shit it's not like, you know, the, those other people that are following you that are liking that shit or that, you know, are into that type of stuff kind of like, you know, give you that type of reinforcement to keep going in that area. Exactly. Like, you want to listen to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, for real. But um, so what you say with Twitter, like, when did you start, I guess, like, accumulating this type of like, you know, the I find the cum ring hilarious. Thank like, you. I need five of those, <laughs> like on, on all my things. Um, so when did I start? This is actually a really funny story um, because it involves Mark, <laughs> who I met through Twitter, but I used to have like a burner account because I was on Twitter a lot in high school. And mm -hmm. I would be, I would try to craft like really funny tweets to get like 15 likes. And I did that and then I went to college and I was like, fuck all these people that follow me. like. This was too much social media, and I think I was, I went to high school. I think you're my, you're my age, right? You're 23 or 22. Yes. So Instagram didn't really start till like after high school. Like before then, it was still like people you knew, um, and so was Twitter, and like it was just connecting to people that you already knew in person, just online. And I was like really off that in high in college. I just decided to go private on everything, and I didn't really like engage in like the communities that I wanted to, like I did on Tumblr. And then for the first like two years, I just used Twitter and I followed like all these fashion accounts. And I went to fashion school, but Virginia, like you said, is really bad at fashion. So it was like, I didn't learn about like the things I wanted to, like what people thought that were my age, it was very industrial. So I just used Twitter and I like learned so much and I would get introduced to all these things that I wasn't learning in school. And I was using this burner account and I started seeing Mark's tweets. And I, at first I was like, who is this guy? Like, how, like, how is he just making jewelry? And like, it was just such a wild concept to just be so like vulnerable. Cause in art school, like you only take a photo when it's completely done in the gallery and you have like your own statement and all of these like bullshit things going on. And Mark is very much just like, this is what I made. Like, judge me but don't judge me like this is just yeah. like if you want to engage in this like engage in it and i'm not going to be afraid of like getting hate and i was just like at first i was kind of a hater i was like well what the heck like this guy didn't go to art school like what does he think he's doing but then i just was like no like this is so genius he can do whatever he wants and i think he did go to art school so no he mark but like i was in a really pretentious like environment where people considered like jewelry like metal smithing and like mm -hmm. the made and the things I made were super like conceptual and I wasn't making jewelry that I wanted to wear but I like thought of myself as a jeweler and seeing somebody just like, make things they wanted to wear post it online like without being afraid of judgment and then make money off of it that was like the ideal life <laughs> like, no, I think he, like yeah like he doesn't even realize he's like living the life right now like the life of what everyone wants out of an art career you know play all the time and then yeah you have to work but like you're being supported to play so i was just like fuck it i'm gonna make a twitter that's like real and i made one and like mark was the first one following me back and i was like yes and he started retweeting my stuff and then like we're friends now and i'm friends with so many random people through him and twitter which is crazy yeah like, it's really, wild how you have that one person that like it's usually that one person that brings you into the twitterverse and then from there you're like yo like all of these people are like just like me and they fuck with me and like it's you know you always got to give your top off to that person for real for real uh, and it's like weird because you learn about art and like you see all these people making all this money and like sh being famous artists 
and you don't imagine them as like having thoughts and struggles but the people on twitter are they're not like whatever famous but they're like artists that are like making incredible things but at the same time you get to see their struggles and who they really are and you just appreciate what they're doing so much more than just like some random musician or industry plant that always has a facade and like a PR marketing team. You know, I think that's kind of the future of our generation in terms of like icons and idols, like not so much like a Kardashian where people are watching you and you're like faking it, but you also want people to watch you more just like everyone's being themselves. There is no like hierarchy, like we're all just people. Yeah. Just people on the internet. <laughs> yeah. That's like, and, and that's the coolest part. I like how you said that, like being able to see somebody struggles, like seeing somebody tweet their like depressed tweet before they drop, like, and then yeah. they drop, and then like you know, like they're like, whew, like, okay, like you get to see that, like you know that, that's that's the that's that shit for real, for real. Because like you said, and all this other stuff, everybody has their facade up. Everybody has like you know, oh, I'm this that that, that and the third, and it's like. We know that's all cap. And I think people are just much more attracted and like drawn towards authenticity. It's like you were seeing that shit and you're like, yo, this is some real shit. He just did that yeah. shit and he posted it. Like in the way that, you know, like school and all that stuff puts those those fake boundaries on you. Like, oh, I can't do this until I do this, 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 and that. And it's like, yeah, the internet was just like kind of like the detour, like for real, for real. It, it's like that picture and it shows this walkway and then it shows this dirt path and it's like user experience versus design and it's like that's you know this is the user experience like we're actually going through this shit and it's like once you get to really see other people that are like that yeah you just you tap the fuck in like mm -hmm. exactly no it's like was my lifeline like i was really struggling in school all of my teachers were like just waspy old women who wanted me to work at like Macy's or Walmart. So they would never like talk about anything interesting. And I knew that like what I liked, there was, there's a space for it. Like what you like, what you love in this world, there's a space for it, even if you're not physically in it. Like there are people out there who will support you because they're also in that space on their own, especially if it comes from passion. And like, I did, I haven't even tried to find a fashion job since graduating, which might be like, I don't know not as secure as some people would think but i just believe like the internet is going to take me there and it's already no, for real. Like, i don't need yeah. to work for anyone yeah. it's it's good being able to create without like that urgency or like having to worry about you know like oh i gotta get a job mm -hmm. i gotta do this like all that shit's gonna come to time like this is the real portfolio you know what i mean all the stuff that you're doing right now the analytics like when you go somewhere and you post like oh this is my work this is how many people I've made impressions on. This is how much I've sold. Da, 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 da. Like some kid that's just been doing all this shit in college can't show that. Experience yeah. trumps, you know, a piece of paper every day. Like so, it's like once you're actually building this real shit. Like this is this is really what you know is gonna take you to that next level. Like you said, like, and it's just crazy having to figure it out once you're in college. Because I was in the same position. I was like, damn, like I'm in this motherfucker. I think that this is the way. Like this is the, the golden goose, like, I ended up dropping out. Like, mm -hmm. I have a job, I work a corporate job right now that I beat a bunch of kids I went to Yale and Carnegie and shit like that for, cause I was doing shit on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that internet was hidden, like, cause that's the real shit, you can't fake it. Like, for real, for real. But, so, okay. Let's, let's, let's talk, I don't like to talk about what you do exactly too long, cause that's, Everybody's gonna ask you that. But I do like how your jewelry is. Like I like how the the mechanisms work and all this stuff and like how things are kind of interchangeable and shit. So talk about how I guess you approach this because this shit looks like I don't know, you're making jewelry fun. It looks fun. Like it's not just like, oh, I'm about to wear this. Like, you know, what, what was a friendship one that you did? Like that shit's cool as fuck. Like, you know, like bring that type of interactive, like interactivity. You know what I mean? I think I said that right. Uh, <laughs> back to you know, like, huh? yeah, it's really clear that because I think a lot of things are intuitive for me, and then I like sit back and I'm like, is this really what I are people reading? What I like feel about this, and it's good to hear that it is. But um, pretty much, like I think I've reflected a lot, and I think deep, deep down, like 
we all just want to be kids again. And I remember, like, when I think of an idea, I'm just thinking purely, like, what would be, like, holy shit, that's so sick. Like, that feeling you get as a kid that something is so exciting and you're just like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> nothing like a toy that sits on your desk. And that's kind of how I feel about jewelry. Like, it doesn't do anything, but, like, you stare at it. And you love it and you, like, get to play with it and hold it. And um, just having that, like, that feeling all the time like holy shit this is sick is like the, the the core and i think like as a kid too um i've been thinking a lot about this uh just how you know you have all these grand visions of adulthood and what it's going to be like and for me like I, I had a lot of like princess propaganda and i was always like wanting to wear like the jewels and the dresses and be girly in that like really wealthy luxuriously luxurious way that when you grow older you realize is like not really accessible especially yeah. like just by yourself as a woman too like it's something that you marry into or you're born into or you like make all this money but like we also know that making a lot of money isn't that great. I mean, we're all gonna say it's not great, but it's awesome, you know. But like at the same time, like there's so much vanity playing on like, mm -hmm. do I really want this thing, this fat jewel on my finger? And I've just accepted that, like, yeah, I do. Like I want to be as like ridiculous as possible. Like I want to see all of these things I wanted as a kid like come alive. And I want them to be in the versions that like would allow me to wear them as a kid. So when I look at a lot of jewelry recently, like we went through like a really dainty renaissance in the 2010s. I think everybody was like minimalistic and like mm -hmm. super like elegant, I guess. And that's that's cool. But like all the jewelry that I grew up with was like super dainty and thin and small. And it was for like really like pretty, like elegant, thin, like models of hands. And I just like, want things to be like wearable i want them to be thick and that i can play with them and i can drop them on the ground and they won't break or i can run them over and like it'll still look cool like the element of wearing something like this ridiculous while like hiking or doing something right, that just closer into the the camera for <laughs> for the people that shit looks fucking nuts thank That's you so crazy Yo! Oh yeah, that, that's insane, y'all. Get your get your get your ice right. Get your ice right for real, and like, you're not afraid to wear it. You know, you can just wear it all the time, and it, it, if it breaks, like, I'll fix it for free. It doesn't matter. Just like, kind of devaluing this idea of jewelry being this thing that you wear like on your special occasion, and just being like, I can feel special every day because this shit is thick and it's not gonna break. And that's why I like that. This shit thick and it's not gonna break. Cause that's I hate I hate that part of fashion. Like I don't fucking clean my sneakers anymore. I'm tired of that shit. I just want to wear my clothes. I don't want to have to go through all of this like being scared to do certain things. Like, let me just be able to buy something that I can actually put to work. You know, like I think we're past that. We're past that that cutesy dick. Like, you know, like we just spent a year inside. Like let me wear something where like, you know, when I step out, I want to feel like a fucking legend. I don't want to stand, I don't want to blend in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not just trying to like, you know, like, you know, fit into the crowd, like the, the culture is reset, you know? Yeah. Like, so now it's time to, to do new things. Yeah, and I think comfort is like super important too. Like a lot of the times, especially for a girl, like you trade comfort for like mm -hmm. aesthetic and, um yeah like i like how jewelry you can just wear it on anything like it's not part of your body it doesn't accentuate your body it's just like decoration like sprinkles yes exactly it's the it's the garnish you know yeah, the, I, <laughs> the salt, like <laughs> hell yeah the more, no the less i like even dress up in terms of my clothes like i kind of wear really basic things now and i'm just like iced out and it feels insane can't even like just having like, that... my arms. It's just yeah. So, what was the first piece you did, like in terms of like a uh, like jewelry? Like, what did you do first? A ring, a necklace? Or... Um, I think I started with earrings. Um, it all like really, I don't know. Well, in school, I 
started making like just prompt work and then a lot of the times I incorporated flowers so flowers are like always have always been a theme in my work and um in terms of jewelry like I just started making jewelry that I wear last last uh March when the pandemic hit because once I was home I had like this like personal epiphany where I was just like what am I doing like why am I not making the things that I want you know like life is so stale right now why would I not like, try to get as much joy out of like what I can do every day so I just learned how to set stones at home which was something mm -hmm. I never cool and once I start setting stones like all I want to wear now is stones um but yeah it was earrings I think I have them over there but it was just a Fire. simple tube on sheet so everything I make is like myself um yeah and it was just out of what I had at home all the resources I had yeah. that's so crazy you're just like all right I'm about to get in my bag I'm about yeah. to learn how to set stones yeah, yeah ice the fuck out at this point <laughs> just no, at home okay. and like <laughs> yeah, no, for real. That's crazy. And like now it's at a point where people are coming back outside. They want to get iced up and they've been watching you this entire time. Like, you know, like I, I think one of the craziest people, what was that big ass one you did? What was the oh. big joint? This was like in school. So after mm. I made all this jewelry for myself, they like, I went back to school. Okay, wait, wait. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, it was a really big one. It was my last project in school, but it's pretty much a box class, just giant, and it's kind of sticky, but it's got the same mechanism. And I like set these gems. These are made out of plastic, so I just made a mold and poured resin. And this is all brass, but I painted it. Just because brass gets kind of dull after a while, and I liked green. So, yeah. Uh, my last project in art school, I graduated last December. You know, um, it was, do you want me to talk about the concept? I don't want to, like. No, go ahead. This is fucking nuts. Like, I, uh, let me just say it for the audio, for the audio listeners. She is showing us this huge ass fucking cloud. Like, this, this, I don't even, this is nuts. I think that it's a testament to your design that it looks so good at this size. It's like, this is just dope as shit at any level. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. No problem. So yeah, the concept was, I made this box, um, box flats like this over the summer. And that was one of the moments where I was like, holy shit, like one of the heights of making that summer. Cause I had never tried box flats before and any jeweler or any person in general who's heard one, like it's so satisfying to hear that snap and like i don't know there's so many words for it but it's just a really satisfying thing and i made it and it was like so awesome and then i got to school and i felt like it was my last semester and i felt like i had to like twist my brain back into making these like useless objects just for the gallery because if i made a ring or an earring they would call it production work which was something mm -hmm. that they do when like they call it uh like my major was, it's like my minor, but it was metals. And usually people call themselves like contemporary metalsmiths and they like make a bunch of stuff that's wearable, but it's not like you actually wear it every single day. And when you make things that you do wear and other people buy, usually like they consider it production because you're making a bunch at a time and it's not like imbued with all this meaning. So I was just like, mm. like, not knowing what else to make because I just didn't even like see myself making any more of the things I'd already made. I can grab those things too. Please, um, just, this is so show yeah. and tell. Like, show and tell in the URL. <laughs> I don't have everything. This like pretty much my second year in thing. You can't really see it. Whoa like a European gate mm -hmm. um, and there's a hinge in the back so you pull, pull this pin out and it opens up oh wait does it yeah it opens up 
And then you put Yo. your head in. Fuck, this is super fragile. <laughs> you put your head in it and you just close it and you wear it again. I'm not going to close it because it's hard. Yo, this is fucking nuts. This it's is so crazy, y'all. I need, yo. Okay, listen, y'all. She just, for the audio listen. <laughs> this is like a, a, a headpiece that is essentially a gate with like these beautiful, like, what are these uh plants? They're baby Suppose sprouts. Baby sprouts. This is, this is next level. This is like, okay, the mask mandate is down, but I still don't want you to see me fully. Like, you're going to have to see me through this gate. Like, this mm -hmm. is, so what, what, what sparked this idea? Um, I went to Spain the summer before I made this and I like fell in love and it was so like just fairy tale romance. And the semester I was home, I was like dating my boyfriend ex, um, long distance and I just like was reflecting on how I would think about him all the time and, and it was like I wasn't even like living life like I was constantly reminiscing about someone else and like not being in the present like essentially like being stuck in something and seeing through it to experience the world and so I I mean these are all thoughts I had like in reflection when I just made this I was like oh I don't know what to do I should just do something random but now that I'm like thinking about it a few years later like it just makes sense. I like wanted to be somewhere that I wasn't. So I like created that place for myself so I could wear it. And um, yeah, this was the first piece where I really was like, okay, like I like this shit. I really like metalsmithing. There's like a lot of ways I can do something in this field. So that was the beginning. <laughs> and I have like a, um, a New York City firescape inspired one. It's like downstairs, but pretty much the same thing but New York there's like two levels and ladders on each um, side and then there's like a little removable ladder that comes down like the fire escapes so crazy yeah, thank you this is amazing I've never seen anything like this like also shout out to the bars and I, I need I need y'all to understand what you said was very crucial when you're making some shit you can't look for the meaning immediately it's like sometimes you just gotta do it. Like mm -hmm. it's not that's not how it works. You like you said, you figure it out when you reflect and you're able to, you know what I mean, like get past yeah. it and like, see it from a different perspective. Like I feel like a lot of people would see this and if you went if you would have said that part at the end, they would have been thinking like, oh man, I gotta think of something so deep and da da da. But it's like, nah, it's you your your mind and how you already like, you know, you're gonna do what you need to do. It's just like look back at it eventually like made in url literally was a name for a mixtape i had no idea that i was going to be doing podcasts and all this shit but like a couple months later i'm like oh whoa 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 like so yeah i i just want to harp on that because the listeners yeah. y'all yeah, gotta just remember that shit keep swinging for real for real and trust your instincts and that's hard like coming from art school every time you start a project you need to deliver a meaning and then like you stick to that meaning and you like start using that as your the place that you start but like trust yourself as a kid we all made things without thinking of what it meant but if you look back at the art that you made as a kid like you definitely connect it to who you are now you know like people who drew yeah. dinosaurs are still into dinosaurs like there's connections to what we have intrinsically and like deep down and if you just keep going like it'll it'll work itself out you're gonna figure out like what it means and I, I also like that a lot of your work is just focused on being a kid again because i myself as a leo moon and mentally you know what i mean still in hey y'all like i'm in that mode all the time like i don't want to like you know obviously like i feel like when people say that it's not necessarily like oh i want to be five years old right now but it's more of like the way that you look at the world like when you take shrooms you take shrooms because you want to be a kid again like it takes off the filter from the world and you're just like oh my gosh like everything is just so amazing like and i don't know like that feeling like you said earlier that oh like that's what you want to do you want to invoke that emotion and it's hard to get that when you're creating in an adult mindset it's like mm -hmm. you're like oh <laughs> you know like you want that <laughs> and you want you see something in music like noise but like if you can touch it and play with it and see it in the world you're used to like that makes it so much cooler. 
and it makes it like relatable like you can see yourself playing with this thing it's not just an object that like you're not allowed to touch you know like it's it's real life you can play with it and yeah like being a kid is so important i'm like i refer to myself all the time as small and i like to see other people as small too like i like to imagine this all as kids and like eight years old and like running down a hill and smiling and being like oh my god look at that and like running to it and then everybody looks at it and we just go oh. like oh it's so sick <laughs> yeah just being so obsessed with like the world and thinking that every day can be so awesome that's kind of how i want to live but not yeah. always that's fake what twitter is like we all do like oh shit, this is hard this is fire like everybody's like oh i, I like that i like that because it's like I don't know. I, I I'm just so tired of um, like you said, looking and not being able to touch. You know, mm -hmm. it's like what the fuck is the purpose of this? Like that's only using one part of your senses. Like you know, like let's mm -hmm. make art that can use all your senses. Like oh, this feels good. It looks good. It's da, 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 da. like you know. I hate the the idea of like just like you know. Like I, I think one of the things that inspired me a lot in terms of like approaching art is that Nick Knight uh yeezy documentary they did about the website and how they basically like were trying to change e-commerce and it's like yeah you go, you go to essence and it's just like here are the clothes yeah yeah it's just here are the clothes like so that's why like you know with everything i feel like the people like when i interview people i only interview people i think are on the same shit it's like oh you don't give a fuck like you just mm -hmm. want to do what you want to do like and that's what it's all about at this point because people are so it's like, yo, the algorithm can only do so much. And at this mm -hmm. point, originality and 100% being yourself is so valuable because it's like everybody, you can't, you can't replicate that authenticity. At some point you can't, you know what I mean? Like it can't be yeah. created in a boardroom. <laughs> like, you know, like. Like, I definitely think internet spoon feeds us stuff, whatever, but like, it takes a lot of work to be on the internet. You have to be like communicating with people every day. It's like showing up to a friend group and hanging out with people. Like you can't just sit around and like do some bullshit, like brand marketed, like tweeting and expect people to like love you and love people, you know? And I think I saw a TikTok about like just some random woman. She might be famous. I think her name is Chloe Savini. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the, the one from Kids, right? Uh, yeah, uh, she was talking about how like kids these days everything is like fed to us and like we don't work like back in the day you have to like really seek out what you wanted and like it wasn't it was like hard to find you have to do research and I, I agree with her to a degree like it's easy to just google or like pinterest whatever but even on pinterest you have to take your time and like find what you like and that's like everything like social media the internet in general like if you really want to be loved like you have to show up and love and be like in the community you want to be in. You can't just be fake. Yeah. For real. It's like, it's all evolved, you know, like I feel like with the whole, the thing is like, uh, you know that, that commercial they always make fun of with common. He's like, with the technology that we have in this generation, like it's literally kind of like that. Like you can, if you're into something at this point, you can be super into it. Like you can learn, you can like, like, Okay, if this was 94 and we were in quarantine, you wouldn't probably have been able to be a diamond setter unless you went to the fucking diamond district of your towers or shit and like really sat down with somebody. But like some dude on YouTube is just on there like, I'm gonna teach you how to diamond set. And you're sitting there like, yes. Right, right, exactly. And like, that was most of my child, whatever, adolescence, teenage years. Like I would spend hours, I think to answer your question earlier, I used YouTube a lot. Too, but I wasn't like me making YouTube ch like videos. I would just like consume a lot of shit. And I taught myself how to sew, taught myself how to crochet and border, like anything I wanted to do, I would just watch a YouTube video on it. And it was like crazy. Like I would always feel so like, like the power is in my hands. Like I can do anything I want. Like all the information is right in front of me. Like how am I the only one that's doing this? How is no one around me like making shit or like, I mean, they're probably doing their own shit on YouTube, but just, yeah, anything you ever want, you can literally get on the internet and you just have to like figure out how to train yourself to want it and like be excited about it. Cause I think that's mm -hmm. also 
everything's accessible. So we're not really like, we don't know where to go. Like everything feels like it would take a lot of work and you don't know what to invest your time in, but like trying something out for like a week also isn't bad. Like everything teaches you something. Even if you fail at it, like you're still gonna learn a lot without even realizing you learned a lot. Like you just will know the process of how to learn something. And mm -hmm. that, you don't even have to address that. That's No, that's knowledge. another thing. Failing is okay. Like it's okay to like to fail something because in the in the whole thing you may have been wanting to learn how to do something and you weren't good at it but you learned something through that that led you to something that you're really good at or like you know you could take something away from that like and I feel like yeah like the internet growing up like you say yo there was somebody for everything you could just figure it out and I feel like in the age group that we're in. And like, I don't know, I have this crazy, I have, I've had this theory for years that like in 2022, by this time, all of the people that are going to run the generation are going to be set in stone. Like you, you're going to be able to see them by then. And it's like, this summer is kind of like the, okay, like who are the people that are like actually in this motherfucker about to push this shit? And it's like all of the people that grew up in our time period had that like we had the internet where there was everything on there, but also no one to tell us how to do it. So yeah. it was like, it kind of created this type of energy where it's like, okay, I know that there's resources out there. I just have to go for it. You know, yeah. like, that shit is amazing. I agree. Like, nowadays I feel like so much of the internet is, like, I can't speak for everyone because it's only, it only gets better always, but there's a lot of element. Like, right when I started, it wasn't about who I was. Like, it wasn't about showing off who I was. It was about just, like, learning, like, being a part of something secretly but we're all secretly a part of it and we're all like doing this thing but not aware and no one I really knew in high school used tumblr um which was like weird to me but also like I didn't really think I thought of myself more as weird and the older I grow like you said like the people that have been on the internet a long time like you kind of spot them out and they like have like these like intrinsic passions that are so deeply rooted because they've been like pursuing it on their own for so long that it like like you said, like, I agree. Like, I think the people that are going to, like, whatever, be in this collective of people that are on the internet together, like, we've already kind of surfaced. And that doesn't mean people can't keep surfacing. Like, you can always be part of the internet. That's the best thing. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Open no, it's just, like, it's just, like, the last, like, uh, I, I say it all the time. Like, most of the people that I've met, I didn't, like, Twitter is where I started, like, uh, I guess connecting the dots, but most of the people that I met were on that this website KTT, this is a Kanye West uh, fan forum. And for years, I was I've been on that website since like 2013. Like, and yeah, like all that time during high school when I was just sitting in my like in class, like on my phone or like on my laptop, like trying to like just looking up pictures of like outfits of yay and like all of these stupid discussions about like leg openings and all this shit, like for years, we were really just developing as people. That was our college, you know, like the internet is our fraternity type shit. Like, it's like, you know, your, your sorority sisters and like, you know, all that shit, like that's all on the fucking timeline. Yeah. And it's so crazy when, you know, like I work corporate. So it's like the people that work my job, this is, that is, their job is your jewelry That for them. This is what they do. You know what I mean? Outside of it, like you go on the Instagram, like this is what they do. For us, we have these such, like you said, deep passions that are outside of everything else that we do that when you introduce it to other people, they're kind of thrown off. They're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why do you care so much about this? Like, or how did you learn so much about this in such a short time? And it's like, it ain't been a short time. It's actually been years, you know, like, shit, crazy. And like you start... Not only has it been years, but only after so many years, you start to reflect and you're like, whoa, I've been like this my whole life. Like my whole, since a kid, I've just constantly never given up on loving what like life. Like I've always just tried to have as much fun as possible by pursuing the things that I love. And it did take a lot of like being alone. I think that's also like a huge element, like accepting that you're gonna be alone physically sometimes to pursue the things you like, but mm -hmm. that have to be in solitude like you're just discovering on your own versus being like guided through by your community your physical community and like the conversations that you have are not about like 
the people you know or the places you've been and like your physical locality. It's about like, what do you love? Like, we're not gonna sit around on the internet and just like have fluff conversations. Like you can take as much time as you want to type anything, like say the right thing, say what you want. There's no embarrassment, there's no shame. And like, this is something I thought of earlier in our conversation about tw Twitter and why it's so awesome. People are like very embarrassed on Twitter. They admit super honestly when they like delete things or like wrong things happen. And I just love that. Like, cause everybody's so, so embarrassed of deleting tweets or like being embarrassing fringe, but then we're also all doing it. And it makes it just like, not even a big deal. Like life is just, it just keeps going on. Like you can be embarrassed. It's cool too. Like no one's saying don't be embarrassed, but it's fine if you are. No, yeah, and it's like it kind of it kind of is a reflection. It's like you delete the tweet, you was embarrassed, but shit, in an hour the timeline gonna be cleared. No one gonna remember that. You keep it moving. That's how life is. Like you make a mistake. All right, cool. We get back up. We keep it moving. Like that's just mad crazy. Okay, so so let me ask you a question. So do you have siblings? Yeah, I have um three siblings. One is my half brother, so he's like thirty, mm -hmm. true millennial, and then my brother, my younger brother. And an older sister who's like a year difference between all of us and my older sister is shaney and i'm shayna and my brother's young my brother's name is drake what is drake yeah awesome shout out drake <laughs> <laughs> shout out to drake shout out shaney okay no i i like to ask those questions because i mean like you're you know your living situation growing up and like how you know i mean like you interact with other people is 100 based off of the home life like you know like so it, it's cool like to to hear that like that's dope as fuck shaney and shane that's fire <laughs> that's just go hard are you a single child? Only child i i am yeah i'm an only child yeah technically yeah, I I, and then you <laughs> yes no no definitely like i um i have i have siblings but they're like my like, my dad's kids like so i didn't grow up with them i love mm -hmm. them like they're awesome and shit like we all look alike and stuff but i didn't get to grow up with them so like um, do you, like your use of the internet then being alone oh yeah that's yeah. that's where i thrive it's like alone in my room is like whoa that's a vibe put the put some <laughs> put a, a record on light a candle i'm alone in the room like <laughs> no but i think that that was like I don't know. I spent a lot of time alone in my room talking to people, though. Like, I was always on, you know, like, you know, like the, you know, KTT or like, um, I'm in a creative agency called Coral Studios. And that kind of just really started as like a Skype group that we would all get on after, like, you know, like we were all cool on the website. So we started like actually talking to each other. And like, yeah, being alone is a very interesting thing because it's like, uh, it makes me realize like okay i like something cool it's dope to me but let's let's i know how to uh i guess i know how things are going to hit with other people because i completely removed my opinion at this point because my mm -hmm. opinion i can't listen to it all day i've known that like okay cool like i'm the only person seeing this right now i need other opinions so like from there i think i've been able to like i guess you know like flesh out and and do that but yeah, shout out to shout out to having siblings, man. I know that shit is good. <laughs> I feel like it's different when you have older, like super old siblings, because then you like technically are an only child. But at the yeah. same time, growing up with my siblings, my age, like we weren't friends. We had a lot of beef all the time, and so I spent a lot of time alone too. Like, up until yeah, starting when I like started using the internet, like I was like in my room all the time, like avoiding my family. And my my sister, brother, they're both on the internet, but in like such different ways that it's crazy that we've all developed on our own. Like my brother was really on YouTube and Reddit, and my sister was like, I don't even know what she was doing because I think she's more millennial. Like I think there was something born in our age, like 1998 or seven or six, where you really started in your like middle school, late elementary school years versus like high school, where you're so much more like establish who you are yeah nobody nobody taps it like okay that's a let's get into that because like i first got on the internet i'd say real like when i got a like unmonitored at like dsl connection like probably 2007 2008 like 
really was on the internet like nine years old, like, <laughs> you know, like, but it's so impactful for who you are. Cause like, I remember during the quarantine, I spent time with my little brothers. Like this is the first time I lived like as a family type shit. Like so I'm with my dad and like, I remember I would be talking to them and like my little brother's like 12, 13 years old and he doesn't know the Wi-Fi password or like, you know, so, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Like when I was seven, I was running the whole router, but like, it's a generational gap. Literally, I have all of Yes, had all that shit on yeah. deck. No one else knew how to do it, you know, like, but I feel like a lot of kids is generational. Yeah, no, it... What is it? I think it? we like, the people in our age, I a lot of thinking about like our age, like 1995 to 2000, because people in this age group, they're not millennials, but they're not like what we think of as Gen Z, which are like the teenagers now. Like we are in that, like, we're, we're the first Gen Zs, but we're not like deep Gen Z. And I honestly think a lot of the people who were born, whatever, in like the 2010s, who are like 10 or like younger now, like they are being super patrolled by their parents because their parents were like millennials who grew up looking at like the internet and seeing people get snatched all the time. And they're not being allowed to use the internet. The way, like the way that when we were younger, we were like, my kid's not going to use the internet. Like those kids are actually not using the internet because I basically <laughs> Ah, they're not using the internet, you know, like they're innocent in a way that is like pure and eventually they're going to get there. But it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like when we grew up, you know, our parents didn't even freaking know what we were doing. Now there's so many monitors and you like, you learn about stuff at school and then like, we didn't learn about how to Google stuff at school till like fifth grade. And even then, like, it was so rudimentary. Like, do you remember that we would, they would make us go to a website about octopuses and trees and like learn how this was fake. Yeah, it was like so rudimentary. And now there's so many channels. Like you can go on TikTok and learn fake news, Instagram fake news. All of these things have like oh yeah. Complex. And we're we just we're the first ones that really like experienced it fully without any monitors, without them being like, oh shit, we should fix some of this. Like it was just the first trial. That was us. Hey, you know what's so crazy? It sounds like this conversation sounds like when my mom would tell me as a kid, like, we would just go outside. Our parents, like, you know, like, no, 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 like, we weren't worried about all this other shit. Like, that's really what it is. Like, the internet was the new frontier. That's why my my song, my album is going to be called Wild Wild Web. And my song is called Internet Cowboy. Because that's what we are. We were all cowboys on this. Like, this was a very wild era. Like, I mean, like, think about it. There wasn't any two-factor author authorizations. Like, this was a a long time before that. Like, we were still getting Nigerian king emails. Like, <laughs> people were still falling for them. Like, that was a that was an interesting time, and I'm glad that we got to become, I guess, you know, like people during that period. Because, like, you know, it's a pre-algorithm. You know, like we got to remember what life was before the internet and post the internet. Because when we were kids, the internet was a place. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think people really like think about it anymore like that because it's just like public discourse and like where we are. But like the internet is a place. Like you would go home and get on that computer and be like, whoa. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you're like, whoa, this is awesome. Like I think all day at school, like I can't wait to get on the internet. It was like entering another world. And now like you can be on it all the time. Like it's just, it's interchangeable with our real lives. But as a child, like you're right. like you really saw it as like this this entity that you were in, you know, like you sat in front of the family computer with your, like whatever, alone or with your siblings and played internet games and like discovering something new was so awesome. And you were just always like, whoa, what the heck? Like that's sick. Even the, even the stupidest things, like your website, the way you can move things around, that's so sick. And you don't see things yeah. like, but like early internet, that was like everything, like having your mm -hmm. mouse, music like all these different things that were so sick about the internet now it's been like kind of diluted because of like industry and the way that people yeah oh you can't do this you can't do that like you can't have the, the custom mouse you can't do that like that shit is so that's why like when we were like when i made the website like i i guess i was just like yo like i hate rules man i hate like this like this like have you ever watched a show devs no. Okay. 
basically in devs there's a theory about how life is on um is on like rails like you know what i mean like it's not like you're you want to like get free from the rail like and be able to traverse what you want to and it's like yeah there's no there's no instructions on main url there will never be instructions i don't want you to know what the fuck is going on you have to figure it out just look around like because that's how it was as a kid like Bro, for real, for real, even when you were a little kid, you can read all the big ass words in the fucking in the terms and conditions. You're like, wait, what the fuck? I'm about to just keep clicking. Like, I'm about to just keep going. Like, and that's I feel like that type of mindset was taken away from us during, like before the internet because of how like you know the world I guess got more monitored. Like you said, like I couldn't go outside and just do shit like that because my mom knew what fucking happened in the 80s and the 90s and all that. Like so yeah, that was kind of like, you know, that's what I would tell my kids. I was sitting in the house all day, but shit, I was on the internet going nuts. <laughs> like, you know, like. Yes, like we exploring. Like, we explored, like, now I feel like there's such a big pressure to be famous, which I didn't feel as a kid on the internet. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I didn't know who I was. It was just like, exploring, being exposed, but now I think a lot of it is like based on who you are, the things you're being exposed to, which is still like fine because people are making money. So that's cool. But like, yeah, we did not have that. Like the most customization we had was like your avatar. There was no like photos yeah. of your adding. And I think that even added so much more freedom to our experience because you could be anything. You could be anyone. And now it's like kind of have to be, I mean. Yeah. Oh, that, that's another, that's a great point. Like, it came back during, like, I guess at this point, like, with me, I like to put my Abby on Twitter and stuff like that. But, like, I like that idea of, like, when I change my Abby and it's some new little character or something and I may got a new little name, like, that whole idea of, like, you know, uh, there's just one person that I follow on Twitter. Their name is, uh, I, I think they changed their name. I don't know if they changed their name. Uh, Hood by Kenny, right? Yeah. This person's, yes, it's like 16 years old, right? I follow her because I like to see, like, okay, like, what's going on right now? Like, and they tweeted a few days ago, they're like, um, you know, starting my new era. Like, and it changed their Abby, and they're, I was like, yo, this is so cute. Like, this is, like, this is what the internet was like, as a kid. Like, you know, you're really, you know, able to be whoever the fuck you want to be, and you're able to get that vision off. You know what I mean? Like, I get to see that shit a lot, and, and, and it's it's encouraging because yes. I see that it's not taken away, it's not gone. You know, like it's just in a different form right now. Like, like you can still be free, you can still live out just like these desires you don't have access to. I think also when you're a teenager and in middle school, you start like first accept. I'm not a kid anymore. Like I have to perform for people. I have to be the certain thing so that I can like whatever like i need to i need to be acknowledged like your percep your perception of yourself is so strong and you feel like you can't change it at all and it's just such a hard time but then you have like the internet you can be who you want you can say whatever you want like you can craft this persona and like like be validated by just people who are don't even know you so it's not like you have to prove anything in person it's just awesome like i love seeing teenagers that i follow they're not teenagers but like people who are younger than me who I follow for a long time and they're so like smart educated their opinions are keen and they're hilarious and then I find out they're like 18 or 19 yes, or, like seven. the biggest mind-blowing thing it's like whoa and and that's the power of the internet where you can be some fucking 16 year old that is just like like what like one person that's in main URL his name is Lamsey this kid is a fucking genius like he yes. is a he just turned 18 years old right and like talking to this kid, if if we brought him on, you wouldn't have thought he was that kid. Like, cause he's so knowledgeable. But the internet allows you to be have this level playing field. It's like okay, everybody's on the same you know level. We all have an Abby and a name, <laughs> you know. Like, so it's nothing different. And that's I think, like, a beautiful part. Sorry, sorry for interrupting you, but I. Are you good? Literally- no, you're good. So much like I did a lot of Gen Z like research whatever last semester just trying to like figure out this like thing that's happening that we're in like we're witnessing something that's happening and we're the first ones to witness it we might be the first ones that will become teachers that have experienced this you know like none of our teachers 
know what this is like. None of the people that are guiding us through our lives understand like this monumental change in human nature that's occurred. And it's just crazy because like all of the barriers that people had before that would impact what they learned or how they thought aren't there. Like there's no age, there's no physical appearance, there's no like location difference. There's not even a language difference often. Like, you can be anywhere and with anyone. And that's like, I think it's made, I mean, the research shows that it's made like our generation, people who are younger than us, so much more accepting of people. Like we also seek truth easier. Like we're not easily like bullshitted because we've experienced so much like capitalistic bullshit all, all like we just want to like know people. We don't want to be fed like random lies and stuff. And yeah, I just think it's like, I don't know. There's a lot, a lot going on. No, for real. Like that, that's another thing. It's like, I tried to explain that before. I was like, yo, like we haven't really seen, like, bro, we only like 10 years into real social media. Like, I, like Facebook was made with like, oh, Literally. like whenever that time was like, let's, let's say social media, real modern social media started when Instagram dropped. Like, boom, that's when shit started getting crazy. Like, we're only like 10 right. years from that. You know, Literally. like, when you look up those those polls and you see what kids want to be, every kid wants to be a fucking YouTuber. Why wouldn't you want to? It's like, it's like, you know, like, this whole generation is completely different. Like, we see through the bullshit. We got to look at our president. Our president was on, our former president was on Twitter for four years just bullshitting, talking hella shit. He looked indistinguishable from other users. Like the, mm. the internet made everything put into perspective. You're like, oh, like this dude's an idiot because he looks just like my friend on my timeline. Like, whereas like, like, you didn't have that. Yeah, that access is like, that won't like that before. Or just being able to see all of these political figures speaking and then your friends talking and then like some random bullshit accounts all talking at one time like you don't see that when you're sitting in your crib watching like di like you know nightly news or some shit like yes exactly. and yeah at work you don't see that anywhere like you don't see other people you don't like there's no hierarchy of who's more important everybody's mm -hmm. opinion is making us more tolerant like we're more progressive because we're more tolerant. But at the same time, I think it's also made us maybe more self-conscious because we're so aware that other people can see us in a way that like my dad, he never thought that other people were thinking about him. And I don't like think like, oh my God, people are thinking about me. But when you tweet, you're like, hmm, what if someone sees this? Versus like, yeah, I don't know. But I just- No, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because you can't just drop that like, I want to kill myself tweet. You can't do that right now. Because people are going to be looking at you like, oh, are you okay? Like- people are going to actually see this type of shit. Like for a long time, I feel like you were on the internet and it was kind of like when you were tweeting, it was like screaming at the sky type oh. shit. It was like, but now it's like you stop looking up at the sky and you look down and you're like, all these people are here. Yeah. Like, oh shit, what's up y'all? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't that much the way I used to just rapid fire my thoughts, but like, I don't feel like I'm losing like, I don't feel like there's, like, this need for me to constantly put out media. Like, these people who love me, love me, and they know me. Like, I'm going to be on the app, and if I'm not tweeting, like, it's more than just, like, creating, too. It's just listening. Like, being there yeah. to listen to people. And just going back to how, like, our teachers haven't experienced what we're experiencing, that, I think, is, like, the one riff I have with all education right now. Like, they're not teaching us, like, how to use social media, how to navigate. Not that you have to be taught because I think essential the essential way is to teach yourself, but like to ignore it is kind of like so mm -hmm. to the reality of the world, you know, because there's like important things happening. Like you said, like being able to read tweets from political figures, companies, your friends, like all at once, that's changing us psychologically as human beings. Like our our sense of authority is different. You know, and I think we have like, mm. autonomy. You know, your friend that got the got more followers than this corporation, or like mm -hmm. even like a ratio, like the mm -hmm. idea of a ratio, like somebody could pull up on like a pre, like a, a political leader, like we said, it's just like ratio, and boom, it's like all these people were just like, like that's crazy. <laughs> it is like 
No, everyone's the same. It's democracy. It's all one vote. Like one fave is one vote. And if you get more than someone who's like more important than you in real life, like this is still real life. We're still real people that are like engaging. Yeah, it's cool. It's really that's sweet. so fire. I I love that because yeah, like there's some fucking guy that's sitting in his nice ass condo, super successful, and he just got ratioed on Twitter, and he mad as fuck because some kid that's in his underwear right now, like just gather all his followers and just like started this chain reaction. It, it's just I feel like you know, like because this is like the 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 year anniversary of George Floyd and stuff, and it's like that whole movement that happened that wouldn't have been able to happen at the rate that it happened years ago because people were able to, like, yo, marches would have happened, but it wouldn't have happened as simultaneously. It's like it was multiple cities at one time, just like all on the same accord because they was able to be on Twitter the night before and playing this shit. Like, exactly. ah, it was. <laughs> I remember, and I was on Tumblr in 2014 when Ferguson was happening and all the protests there were happening. And I felt like I was like the only one in my physical space that even cared because I was reading it online and other people were listening to it on the news and they weren't really reading opinions. It was just happening versus like something that's affecting all these people I'm friends with on Tumblr. And I think that's like a huge thing that impacted last year. Like social media put so much pressure on us in a good way to be like, interested in something and that's like like such a powerful thing to have people on the internet persuade you to change your physical life because you like care about how they think of you yeah but i mean like you may not i know there's people that may have been able to learn much more about being tolerant or like just being much more uh, holding themselves accountable for what they do because they may not affect somebody that lives next to them or like that is in their town, but they may have affected somebody online. And you're like, Oh shit. Like it's bigger than just where I'm at. Like there's people all across the world that are going through certain things that I may not understand or experience because due to location and shit, but it's like, you still can be in the know because yeah. somebody hit you with that, that tweet. And it was like, it is, is, you know what I mean? This is not it. Delete that shit. Nephew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like power, even as one person, like, you have power to, to do good and you have power to fuck up and like be like shunned. So like, there's so much, there's so much at play. Yeah. yeah. We, we, I think that with all this being said, we need to teach the course at VCU. Uh, yeah. I, get that, we're, we're getting that professor bag for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> my teachers, because I love them, my jewelry teachers, like one of them said to me like, you don't just want to be a Twitter artist. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, this is the world I'm in. Like, there is no, like, Twitter gallery. Like, it is all the one, you know? Like, I'm just an artist. This is how I express myself. And, yeah, I might be on Twitter, but I'm, like, also alive, so. Thanks. Yeah, no, yeah. for real. <laughs> I think that, to wrap this up, like, what you said, like, the whole being a Twitter artist, like, that's, like, the same thing as somebody saying, like, being a SoundCloud rapper, or, like, being, like, it's like, yo, like, okay, I'll be that Twitter artist, like, shit, you wasn't doing this type of numbers that I was doing, honey, without the motherfucking gallery, you know, like, so it's like, yo, I like that, you you know what I mean, the Twitter artist, don't, don't ever forget that shit, for real, for real. And it might evolve to something else, but, like, internet, like, that, that raised yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's where you go. It's like, bro, like, I obviously you gonna end probably on Mars or some shit. But it's like at the end of the day, you know what started this shit was motherfucking Twitter, and that's like, that's beautiful. It's organic. It's beautiful. You can't yeah. you can't fake the funk. You know what I mean? It cannot be fake. Yeah, it can't be fake. It's true grassroots. That's it. True grassroots. Y'all, this is a really great episode. I want y'all to, we, we need to put this on record and press this motherfucker for the masses. Uh, do you have any type of like shout out, give, plug every single information, any social outlet, websites, all that. Yeah, shout out to like all my friends on the internet. I mean, I could list them, but just like, they know who they are. Also shout out to all the people from my school that started tweeting and now they're like getting their coins from it. because. Like, we're changing it as we speak. Um, shout out you. I don't know. Shout out everyone. Like, go to my website. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. 
So what's the what tell everybody your socials, like the the names and like your website? Um well it's just my name for everything, which is S H A N A spelled like Shauna, um, and then Cave, C A V E, like Caveman. Um yeah, Shanacave.com, Shanacave on Twitter, Shanacave on Instagram, probably other things if you want to stalk me, but yeah. Y'all, y'all heard it here. Uh, I, the last thing I want to say, I thought it was super funny where you're talking about your, your siblings and you're like, it's kind of like that meme when it's like when you try to explain somebody a meme, but they're not like level, like you're like level eight internet, but they're like level two. So you have to, you have to fill them in on all the other shit. Like you're talking to two very high level ranking internet warriors. You know what I mean? Like, so before we head out, just shut the bling ice one more time. Bling ice one more time. I got down. The, the, the very... <laughs> whatever yes phenomenal y'all go get you go get you some work done oh yeah with, with the big one on the table <laughs> hell yeah but thank you so much for blessing the podcast and yeah, uh, thanks for having me yes you are aliens i'll see y'all in the next one peace peace out